14 things you need to stop doing to your children if you really desire to empower them. This is Law of Attraction Secrets. Join Miracle Mentor and Alchemy Life Coach Robert Sink and prepare to be empowered. Hello, everyone. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Whatever time you're listening to this special Law of Attraction podcast, I am your miracle mentor, your mentor of light, Robert Zink. Delighted, thrilled, excited, motivated to be here with you today. It feels so good. Oh, I got to stretch. Oh, it feels good to be here. And we are soaring high like a big, beautiful eagle flying in the direction of your dreams and your goals. Well, today's podcast is about empowering your children to become their very best, the very best version of themselves as they mature and grow up and develop. And I know parenting is not an easy job. There's no clear-cut right and wrong, do it this way, don't do it that way. I'm going to give you 13 things I believe you need to give up and one thing that you absolutely must begin teaching your children as soon as they are able to learn. Are you ready? Let's talk about the things you need to give up if you want to empower your children and help them become manifestors, help them achieve greatness with their life because their life is it's embryonic in the sense that you have the ability to help them right now right now and what you do today will affect their life 20 years from now 30 years from now 50 years from now it'll affect their children's life and it'll affect their grandchildren's life your great grandchildren it's so important. I mean, this is the most important job on planet Earth, and that is empowering our children. Okay, I'm going to give you 13 things you need to give up, one that you need to do, and here we go. Number one, I think this is so important. You need to give up this idea that your children don't need to say thank you and don't need to show gratitude and don't need to feel gratitude. You need to teach your children what gratitude is all about at a young age. And so many parents don't feel it's important to spend any time, say before dinner, giving thanks for the food. I'm not saying you have to be religious. You can still be thankful for the food that you are about to receive. Being thankful that you have a roof over your head that you have a warm bed to sleep in. You need to teach your children the power of gratitude. So you need to give up this idea that that's not important. It is very important. And it will help them have a more positive mindset in the future. I mean, they're going to have a much more powerful mindset if they are taught about gratitude and giving thanks and saying thank you. When somebody does something, you know, one of the things I really, I don't know, it's a pet peeve. You do something for a kid 
And the parent says, now, what do you say? What do you say, Johnny? And I think if you teach them enough, you don't need to always say, what do you say? If I buy some Girl Scout cookies, I expect her to say thank you. Because most of the time, I don't eat the cookies. I don't even buy the cookies. I just donate the money. But you get the idea. Let's teach our children the power of gratitude. So give up this idea that it's not necessary. It's yours. You can do whatever you want. Well, you need to give up overspending on your children. You need to teach them the value of a piggy bank, the value of saving their own money, of having an allowance or a certain portion going to them on a regular basis. I mean, if the family is doing well, maybe their allowance goes up. If the family is struggling, maybe their allowance goes down. I don't know. I mean, that's for you to work out. But overspending on them just because you want to feel good. You want to feel good by, oh, you see this, I got to buy it for him. You see that, I got to buy it. And I'm guilty of it. Look at, I mean, you don't want to come to my house right now. Trust me. Okay, I used to have a, what they call an Arizona room, a big, huge room full of light. Now it's filled with toys, but overspending, I don't think you can spoil a six-month-old or a nine-month-old, but you've got to take control early on and set a budget for spending. And that budget can be, whether it's an allowance or not, that budget can be transferred. In other words, if they want something really special, that money can be saved up. Again, we're teaching the value of saving, the value of money, the value of, you know, and it develops, it develops this wonderful love for the vibration of money. Well, next on my list is spoiling your kids. Look, I, I would just love to, you know, turn my, my little one into a donkey by letting him play all day and eat ice cream and just spoil him. I just would love to do that. And I think a little bit of spoiling from time to time is appropriate. But I have seen parents who literally spoil their kids around the clock and their kids. I mean, you just want to pull out your hair when you're around these kids. I mean, it's terrible. It's terrible. And they have no value. They have no respect for anything. Sadly, and this is a sad story, and I don't even know if I should say it, but I will. My best friend, I won't mention his name, one of my two best friends growing up, and we've been friends for, I don't know, many, many, many years. We've known each other since we were 14. His parents adopted him, and he was an only adopted child, and they were older parents. And I loved them. They were wonderful people. But they couldn't say no to him. And they spoiled him rotten. Terrible. Well, when they both died, one after the other almost, he was left with the house. And because he was overspoiled and overcompensated for all of his life, he didn't really know how to manage his life or his money or his energy. That's the most important thing. He didn't know how to manage his vibration. So there was a lot of drinking. There was a lot of wasting money on a lot of craziness. 
buying things. I mean, you name the toy, he had it. He had the toy. If it was a new car, if it was drum set, whatever it was, he had it. And now he's homeless. He's living in a van and he cannot adjust. I brought him down to, to my home to try to give him a place. And he just, he just could not adjust. And it's solely, solely and completely the result of being overspoiled as a child and a teenager. This is the number one podcast on personal empowerment, success, and the law of attraction. You're listening to the Miracle Mentor of Light, Robert Zink. Well, next on my list, are you ready? Things you need to give up to empower your children so that they take it to the limit is you don't need to spend 24-7 with them. They need time away from you as well as time with you. They need time by themselves. They need time with a daycare or a school. They need time. Some people want to just dominate their kids. Just dominate them like, okay, you're not going, I'm going to homeschool you and you're going to be with me 24 hours a day and you're not doing this. And I'm driving you here and I'm driving you. And there's kind of a lack of interdependence that takes place. And there's a lack of trust. But more importantly, you're not teaching your children to grow and to develop and to expand when you feel that you have to spend 24 hours with them every day. You don't, okay? Well, next on the list on how to empower your children, I've seen so many parents do this. It's rushing everywhere. And usually we've got to go over and pick up Timmy, and then we've got to go pick up Jimmy, and then we've got to go to the swimming pool. Then after the swimming pool, we've got to go meet Melissa and her friends at McDonald's. And then after that, We've got to get home and have dinner for our dad. And then we've got to get ready for this, for the ice skating party tomorrow. They're just rushing everywhere. Rush, rush, rush. And some of that is fun from time to time. Again, everything I'm saying is about moderation. But give your children a breather. Let them breathe in some prana. Teach them how to breathe, how to relax, how to just have time for themselves. And I, when I say time for themselves, I don't mean time in front of an iPad. I mean just time for themselves, learning how to spend time in nature, how to engage. You know, I've, I've heard so many people put down group sports. And my two older sons are phenomenal human beings. Neither one of them got in trouble. They're both doing well. One of them's in business school right now. And it's because I got them in group sports when they were young. And I got myself involved in it as well. I didn't just do it as a father. I actually went and got certified, went to professionals, got professional training so I could help them in whatever they wanted to do. And I think the group sports was really good because it, it taught them how to interact with other people, how to be a good cheerleader, how to be a good fan, how to have a positive mental attitude, how to stay in shape, how to stay off drugs, how to stay off the alcohol. You see what I'm saying? So rushing everywhere, not so good. And I just leave that up to you. Okay. How about giving up this idea that you have to devote time to all kinds of gadgets and things like that? 
we need to have a gadget-free zone. What do you think? One of the things that we like to do is have classical music playing in the background. And we don't have it all day long, but we have it from time to time. And the idea is, is that I want you to learn how to use the iPad and the iPhone, and I want you to learn every app on the internet and how to program computers and whatever else you're into. But I also want you to learn how to be a human being. I also want you to learn how to be happy with yourself. I don't want your happiness to come from staring at a screen all day. I want your happiness to come from just being with other people, learning how to interact, being with yourself, setting goals, and achieving those goals, writing, yes, pen, paper, crayon, whatever you use, in hand, and a piece of paper. Okay, we let Julian do some of the stuff. Every now and we give him an iPad to play with it, but he's only nine months old. That We don't want to ruin his tactile growth. So we limit that severely. I mean, he's got plenty of time for that later on. As a child gets older, they can have their time with their gadgets and different uh, toys and things like that that are kind of just cerebral, cerebral toys, you know, drones. And drones is a big one, right? But we also want to make certain that they have time to get out in the forest or time to listen to some music or time to just have fun, you know. And and it's not fun the old-fashioned way. It's fun the holistic way. So we don't want to give them too many of those gadgets all at one time. Well, the next thing that you need to give up is neglecting yourself. I won't say a lot about this other than happy parents are better parents. When you're happy, when you're having fun with your child, you're a better parent. You're burnt out. You feel like banging your head against the wall. You're not that good of a parent, trust me, okay? Raising your voice, yelling, screaming, threatening, spankings. You know, no, 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 no. That's not empowering. You know it's not. Hey, Myrtle, I'm talking to you. That is not empowering. I I know the woodshed was popular around the turn of the century. It's not the most empowering thing we can do, okay? Neglecting yourself, you're not going to do that anymore. You deserve to feel good. You deserve to achieve your goals and your dreams. Well, here's the next one on my list. Not assigning a response, and I'm going to say this in two words, responsibility. The word response means that you have the ability to respond and the ability to take action. Children need to have some personal responsibilities. They need to have some areas of family life or household life that they are responsible for. I love the story where Stephen Covey says to his son, he says, okay, your responsibility is to keep the grass green aside from spray painting it. You cannot spray paint it. But aside from that, I don't care how you keep the grass green. You can water it three times a day. You can water it once a day. You don't have to water it at all. You can go out and just spit on it if you want. Whatever you want to do that you believe will keep the grass green. All I'm concerned with is the results. So let them figure it out. Give them a way to figure out how to do things. Does that make sense? Don't tell them. I mean, if they ask, 
you can tell them how to do something, but let them kind of reason it out. Well, look at, there are a lot of battles in parenting. This is the next one on my list. There are a lot of battles in parenting and you don't need to fight every battle. You don't need to win every time. You need to choose and pick your battles. Some battles are worth fighting. Some are just worth ignoring. Okay. So don't be an antagonistic parent by having to win all the time. And if they say something, did you back talk to me? Did you back talk to me? If they said something legitimate is what I'm saying. You know what I'm talking about. Now, if of course, if they're mouthing off to you with foul words or nasty attitude, you can talk to them about their attitude but they have a right to express themselves as human beings. I'm not saying to spoil them. I'm not saying not to discipline them. I'm simply saying there are a thousand battles a day if you want to make it that way, or maybe there's one big one that's important, that's essential. Choose and pick your battles wisely. Well, next on the list, and you know, to a certain extent, this happens when you first have a child, but neglecting your relationship, your marriage. Don't do it because your child, okay, I'm going to make some enemies here. Uh, I got to say it the way it is. Look at, I don't pull punches on this podcast. You know that. I know some of you have been told, well, it's better off that the child be with one parent and be happy than with both parents. And they're not, they're always fighting and stuff. I'm not going to go there. I'm not going to take a side on that. I'm going to say a child needs two parents. It needs a father figure, especially a boy, but equally a girl too. They're finding now that, that girls need that male archetype as much as boys do. And they need a female archetype, a mother. Now, aside from all that, they can have three mothers. I don't care, but they still need a male archetype somewhere. Okay. Or they can have three daddies if they want, if you want to get crazy about it, but they still better have a female archetype in their life. Bottom line, there is a reason the universe designed things the way they are. Don't neglect your marriage. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. A happy marriage is a happy home and it permeates the child's energy center and affects that child for the rest of their life. Do not doubt me on that. Hey, Julian's back there, right? He's looking at his new ball pit. Well, we don't spoil him any. Anyway, uh, doing everything for your kids. You know, I know I had grandparents like that. I was very lucky because, you know, they didn't have to, I didn't have to share my grandparents with other grandchildren from, uncles and so forth. They were just mine. And my grandparents spoiled me. And the bottom line is they felt like they had to do everything for me. I got to take them shopping. I got to take them and get a school clothes. I got to take them to do this. I got to take them to do that. And my parents were working and they were on a tight budget, but my grandparents had a little bit of money saved up. Not a lot, but a little bit. Hey, guess what? If the child spills the milk at the dinner table, you can clean it up the first time, but you show them how to do it because it's going to happen again. And the next time they get to clean it up. You don't have to do 
everything for them. Teach your children to be interdependent. You notice I didn't use the word independent. Independent means, ah, I got my own thing going. Interdependent means I work with others. I'm, I'm independent, but I also work in harmony with others. Parents, you can't fail if you keep trying. If you keep putting your heart and your soul and everything you have into empowering your children so that they, they can be the best version of themselves possible and they can lead a rewarding and resourceful life. You know, you can't fail. So get this idea out of your head about failure. There is no such thing. There is, in this case, we take the word failure and we make it the word feedback. Oh, I see. So when I do this, he does this or she does that. And I don't like that response. So next time I'll do it this way. Keep learning. Okay. Keep learning and you'll be fine. You're a great parent. I know that about you. Now, the one thing you must do, you must teach your children from the time they are old enough to speak how to set goals because goal setting more than any other skill is essential for surviving in this world. And that's the problem. We've got a, we've got a whole generation of people out there right now. I'm sad to say I drive down the street and I don't see old broken down veterans very often with a handout for money. I see young guys, 22, 23, 24, they just don't want to work. Do you understand that? They've made a conscious decision not to work, not to contribute to society. And I think it's, it's not because they're lazy. Sometimes they work actually harder begging for money. I think they'd make more money uh, working at a restaurant as a waiter and not work quite as hard. But that somehow fits in with society and they don't like society. They were spoiled or somebody did everything for them. I, I'm not sure the reason, but there's a whole generation of these people in every city in America. And they're, they're able to work. They're healthy. They're strong. You know, they just don't want to work. And I think in, in my way of thinking, okay, without sounding like an old fuddy-duddy, my way of thinking it's because they never learned the power of goal setting. They don't have goals. Their goal is to collect as much money as they can so that they can survive another day. And I understand when you get down that low on the ladder, it can be a very survival mentality. Just get by, you know. But I think that they're in that position because they haven't set goals. And they don't have a dream. And they don't have a destiny and they don't have a legacy that they want to leave behind. Bottom line, your children may be young. They may be toddlers or infants or maybe uh, young teenagers or whatever they are, tweens, you know, whatever your children are, they're going to get old someday. And someday they're going to move on too, just like you, just like me. I'm hoping that everyone listening to this podcast will teach their children the power of goal setting so that 
those children change the world and leave a legacy behind. I want to see every one of these children soaring like a big, beautiful eagle. Have a good day now because you deserve it. Bye-bye now.